hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Alina Jakes. Welcome back to another episode. This is the month of friend episodes, which I'm loving. We have one of my best friends, Molly Craig, back on the pod. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm excited to be back. We're doing it virtually this time. Sad. You are in Wilmington, one of our favorite places, but we're not together. So, um, but we will be soon. We're doing a girl's trip. I'm excited. No, I'm so excited. And today's episode is going to be a little bit uh, about girls trips, just about travel. Molly, if you recognize her from, we were just talking about it. She was on one of my first ever episodes, which is crazy back in 2020. Um, and we talked all about travel. I remember we talked about like Hopper, like the, all the apps you used to use to like track flights and stuff all of that. She's just the travel girly travel expert. She's the girl that if you follow her on Instagram and you don't really know her, all you know about her is that she's traveling and you're like, how the fuck is she doing that? Um, and today she's going to tell us how she's going to share her tips and tricks with us. She's just going to talk about some of her experiences, what she likes about traveling, why she prioritizes travel so much, all of that good stuff. So you guys are lucky because we're going to get it. We're going to get it today. Yeah, I keep getting DMs from random people being, I'm confused where you're at right now. I'm like, it's, you want to get it? It's fine. I think the best texts are, how is Molly on another plane? Like there was definitely a period of time, like last year where I was getting texts like, what, how, where is she now? I'm like, I don't know. She's yeah. out and about. But yeah, you've always been like that. You've always been like super into travel, right? Yeah. And now I'm working from home and nomadic. So it makes it way easier to bop around wherever I want to go which is nice. Yeah. So nice. I love the flexibility of working from, well, I don't have that much flexibility as my dog sitting, staring at me, like he has to go out. So that's fun. Um, I don't have as much flexibility as you these days, but it is nice because you can take your work wherever you want to go. And that was so different. Like when we had our first episode in 2020, we were both like working in the office and like, that was not a thought yet. Yeah. And life is so different now that we can just pick up and go. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's made my life so much more flexible. And obviously I moved to Wilmington and I moved in with my parents because I was just so tired of paying rent and I didn't like DC. I knew I wanted to travel. So I was like, I might as well just move out and move in with them for a bit. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I love Wilmington and it's been my home base for everything recently. Um, and I might move here at the end of the summer after all my travels. We'll see. It's been just like great. And I've saved a lot of money. Hence why I've been traveling more because then I have more disposable income to do that. But yeah, it's been exciting. So, so nice. Amy and Kevin are probably the best roommates ever too, compared to us. Like who do you like living with more us or your parents? Um, let me tell you, living with your parents in your late twenties is a different experience. Um, I mean, I'm best friends with my parents, but you know, we get in tiffs. They, they don't understand when I go out all the time or even like dating. It's like awkward. Cause like no. never told them anything before. And now it's like, Oh, gotta go. So it makes it different, but it's been fun. I mean, also like free groceries, free dinner every night. So oh, can't complain. Oh my God. I miss those days of free dinner every single night. Not having to think about dinner. My mom, I just go downstairs. My mom's making it already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my dad you know is just like a cook and can just literally whip up anything in the kitchen so it's been nice I need another meal from Kevin I do yeah soon we'll do a girl's trip here but before we jump into everything else give a little intro to yourself tell the girlies who you are what you're about and why you are like just the travel expert 
Yeah, so I'm Molly, for anybody that doesn't know. Um, I used to live in D.C. I grew up in D.C. Um, I work for the government, but I work full time from home. Um, so luckily, I was able to just tell my boss, hey, I'm moving. And he was like, OK, have fun. So um, I travel a lot in my free time. I travel a lot for work. I travel a lot internationally. Um, when I was in college, I did a study abroad. And so now I have people legitimately all over the world which makes traveling so much easier because I don't have to worry about lodging and stuff like that. And I can do stuff with locals. So I've been traveling a lot most recently, like these past couple months. And um, in March, I'm driving out West by myself to just see if I like anywhere else in this country, because right now is like the opportune time to do that and see where I want to settle because I'm going to tell you, it's not DC. So <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you uh, really lucked out with the whole study abroad thing. And the ongoing joke is like, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like Molly did study abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she's mentioned it before, but no. But it was really cool because you did make so many friends there. And so now like you were just in London and like you were able to stay with your friends that live in London. And like you do have pl- people like all over the place, which I think is crazy. Um, but then that's nice because I think you get a different experience when you travel are like you're with locals, like you're doing different things than just like the touristy stuff. Like, do you feel like it's such a drastic difference when you're with people that live there? Yeah. Like we were just talking about London. Like I went there with Rachel recently and we went to a British army ball. And that's like never something I would have ever done if I didn't know people, like how would I have ever been invited to something like that? Um, And then, you you know, like you go out to like the bars that your friends go out to and meet all their friends. And then it's different than just being like thrown into a country and like, okay, let's Google what are the touristy things that people do here. You're like, and I've done all that in most places. Like I've been to London a couple of times. So I've done all like the touristy stuff. Um, And I just took Rachel to do all the touristy stuff. And then it was like, okay, we're done with that. Let's, let's do things we like wouldn't normally do. So Yeah. yeah. It's just different. You just do, I feel like the, I don't know, you hit the places that you wouldn't have hit if you weren't with those people or like didn't know those people. Yeah. And then you like, yeah. and I think, on like good spots. Yeah. And I think too, like people go travel places like big cities, which I've done too. Like I'm guilty of it, but there's also so much cool stuff in like the smaller towns that like people don't go to, especially like, we'll talk about it. Like on my Camino, we were like in rural Portugal. And I just had these crazy experiences with people that live there that I would never have had in like Porto or Lisbon. Like it's very, it's very interesting to see like different things you can do that you would never even think of. I feel like since I've known you, which has been, I don't want to talk about it kind of a long time. um, You've always been super travel girly like you studied abroad in college that was something super important to you and you made it happen and since I've known you you've just always had trips like you're the girl that's like always planning something next have you always been like that from like a young age or has it just been like in adulthood and like college years that you were like now's the time to do it like let's go yeah so I I don't know if you knew this but when I was in high school I did like a foreign exchange oh. um so I lived with a family for a couple months in Germany and then the girl came and lived with my family for a couple months 
And my parents have always taken us on trips. Like we, we've always been like travel people. But I think after that trip, I was like, oh, there's like more to see in the world than like going on to an all-inclusive with my parents. Mostly because I was 17 and it was just like figured out, like, here you go. My parents just put me on an international plane and Crazy. were like, hope you meet this family there. Like, whatever. I think it started then. And then in college, obviously I majored in German and I think that I did that because I wanted to study abroad and I, I wanted to do it for longer than like a three week summer thing, which a lot of people do. Um, and so then I think it just started from there. And then once I did my study abroad, now that I have people all over and I traveled so much during those couple months, I just like, can't get enough. Like there's so much to do. There's so many people to see. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been like that probably since high school, I'd say. That's so cool. Yeah. I do remember you telling me about the foreign exchange situation. That's so cool. I remember I had a friend in high school that did the same thing. Um, and like the foreign exchange student was so fun. And I was like this, that was like one of my first times realizing, not realizing obviously, but like having the experience of someone from another country, like coming and telling us about like their life and how they live. And I was like, what, there's so much more to like where I live right now. Like this world yeah. is so big. It was kind of like my first like, oh shit moment of, cause you just, when you grow up, you, you're in the bubble. And I think travel and like experiences like that, like open your eyes to so much more, um, mm-hmm. so that's so cool that you got to do that in high school and you had that experience. I feel like that gave you probably the, the itch. You're like, I need more now. Like now that I'm doing this. I need yeah. More. What has been your favorite trip? That's probably a hard question, but okay. Let's narrow it down. Like what's your, what's your favorite trip in the last like four years that you've done? Oh my gosh. Honestly, probably like the Camino that I just did. Yeah. Um, but every trip I've gone on is so different from one another because you travel with different people, you do different things, you go to different places. Um, But my favorite place I've ever been is definitely Croatia. And then close second is is Iceland. Like when Zoe and I went to Iceland, it was an unreal, beautiful experience. And she's such a good person to travel with too, that I think we made the best out of like the whole trip. Like it was just a blast. Yeah. So. so salty. I didn't get to go to Iceland with you guys, but insane. I'll go again. Literally okay, anytime, you know, I'll fine. book a flight. Fine. Yeah. Iceland, Iceland seems sick because I feel like that's a place where there's just, it looks like it looks fake. It looks like a postcard. It looks unbelievable. Um, and I feel like a lot of people don't think about going to Iceland. Zoe, I think has been three times. She's been twice. So she went with me and then the next year she went with her family and they like drove around the entire Crazy. island, which is awesome. I know. I'm jealous. I want to do that next. So next time. Okay, fine. I'll go. We can go. Well, okay. Let's jump into talking about the Camino because I think that's like, so that whole thing is so crazy. So I'll let you kind of introduce and chat about the Camino because you did it twice, but what was your, the first time around your dad was with you. What was mm-hmm. sort of like the thought behind doing it? Um, why'd you guys want to do it? And then what was it like, what was your experience like the first time around? Yeah. So my dad originally really wanted to hike the Appalachian trail, which is insane. Cause my dad like is not, he was never a hiker. So I don't even know where that came from. Um, but then COVID hit and he watched this movie called the way with Martin Sheen. And I think I made you guys watch it with me. Did I? Yeah. It's so good. It was really good. Um, 
And so he watched that and he was like, oh, I can hike 15 miles a day, but sleep in a bed at night, have access to a washing machine and eat Spanish meals and drink Spanish wine every night. Perfect. Doing that instead. So he, and he's retired, so he has ample time on his hands. He did the entire Camino Frances, which starts in France and you hike over the Pyrenees mountains and then you hike all the way across Spain. Um, and it took him 40 days and it's 500 miles and he loved it. Like he could talk about it for days on end. He was like, well, kids, I'm doing this. Does anybody want to come? And I really don't think he thought that Connor and I would even have interest. Um, but I was like, yeah, sure. I don't care. And it was my 25th birthday too. So my parents were like, well, if you go, like, we'll cover your flight, whatever, which was nice. So I did like 10 days. I think I did like eight days of walking with him. Um, Life-changing experience. And I didn't even finish it. So I walked probably like a hundred miles, but I didn't get to Santiago, which is where you get your like little paper that says like, oh, congrats, you did it. Um, so it didn't even feel like that fulfilling to me. Like it was awesome and I loved it so much, but I was like, I need to go back because I need to get to Santiago. Um, so then fast forward a year, I was talking to my best friend for my study abroad and I was like, Katie, I'm going to go do this. If you want to go do it with me, you can, otherwise I'll do it by myself. Um, Cause I think she's my one friend that's like crazy enough that I could be like, let's go do this. And she's like, hell yeah. So she and I went and we did 14 days of walking. We walked about like 15 miles a day. Unreal experience. Like I have met so many people from it and it is just such a community of people. And you like, again, I don't hike. I'm not like out here on the weekends just going hiking, but um, you just put this pack on your back. It's like my pack was 15 pounds and I would just go walk 15 miles a day. Like it was nothing. And like, yeah, you're a little sore, whatever, but just so rewarding. And I, um, I was really going through a tough time in my life uh, in May last year. Um, so I think it was such a good, like, escape from reality. Um, and a, you do a lot of thinking and a lot of self-reflecting. And a lot of people do it for religious reasons because it is a pilgrimage technically. Um, but I just feel like I went through so much self-growth and discovering of myself and honestly me and Katie got really close but there were days I'd be like hey I'm gonna walk by myself for a couple hours like I'll see you in the next town or whatever and I would just put my airpods in and just do my thing and it was just such a great escape from just like working and the hecticness of life because you just be in these small little towns where these people are just so nice and you eat like good Portuguese or Spanish food and drink a lot of wine and meet people that are like kind of in the same mindset as you. I just, I can't say enough good things about it. Like, obviously I try to make a TikTok career out of sharing the Camino because I don't feel like enough people know about it. First of all, so many things. Number one, I was so, it wasn't, I had never really heard about it. Like you made us watch mm -hmm. the movie. So I understood it a little bit more, but I think we watched it when you got back, right? Like, I don't think we watched it before you left. Because then I was Maybe like, the I'll go with you the next time. Because I was like, oh, time. I'm into yeah. it. And you were like, are you want to do it the next time? Um, but 
I had never really like seen anything about it, heard anything about it. So when you said that you were going to be walking like miles and miles a day, I was like, Molly, you barely, like, you don't, you're like, you said, you're not a hiker. I don't even work out. Like you don't do, like, you're not a super active person. So I was like, Molly, what on earth? Like, I thought you were insane. Um, which you are, but like, I, it's so cool. And you also were right. Like you met so many cool people and it's so fun. Cause like everyone's, I mean, essentially doing the same thing. So like every day you're with kind of the same people, right? Like yeah, you're like getting to know these people's lives and like why they're here. And it's like, you get to be on your own and like reflect and think like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure you have a lot of thoughts. Like you just, are you, it's just you. Well, out. I think, I think the best part of it is like, I'm such an open book anyways. Like I will tell people all my traumas and dramas through and through like I don't even care but it's you're stuck with these people not stuck with all my creative friends but you're you're walking with the same group of people every single day and so you get to a point where everybody's just like here's here's my traumas and I'm like oh give it to me like let's get deep so you get so close with people so fast because it's like you have no choice but to just chat about life so I think that was like a really special thing because now obviously you guys have met Kendall um, and Kendall was who I met on my first Camino and like, I'm going to go live with her for a month um, in April. Just, and it's so crazy because I met her in rural Spain and now we're, she's one of my best friends. And it's like this summer, I'm going to go to Latvia and see one of my friends that I met on the Camino last year. So it's like, it's just, it's so cool how close you can get with people and how like I've made just like lifelong friends yeah from just walking with people every single day so crazy no she's the best also let us not forget the packing of this like whole trip because Mm -hmm. to the trip like you said you have this like what you said 15 pound bag that you carry around yeah you have to fit everything in that and you're carrying your belongings around with you all day long yeah and you can only have like two shirts like a couple pairs of shorts and some pants like Mm -hmm. limited and then what threw me off was the fact that you have to wash it in a sink. Maybe like there's not, you're on the yeah. Like there's not a lot of resources to be like, oh, let's do some laundry today. Like it's it's super not not like for like Emily Holmes. If you're listening, you <laughs> would not be able to pack in a backpack. Um, it's it kind of humbles you, but also it makes you realize that you really don't need that many clothes. Like I think I brought like maybe four pairs of clothes, and I brought like a dress, yeah. and like. You just wash you. And then like, when you get to the place, you just throw it in the washing machine or wash it in the sink, hang it out to dry. And it's good for the next day. Um, so but a lot for me as a overpacker, like, yeah, it's, it is like really humbling because <laughs> I, when I was packing, I was like, oh my God, I'm just like thinking about like having to wash like my socks after I just washed, walked in for like 15 miles in them. And like, if there's no washer, I'm like, oh, they're going to just smell like, but I think it grounds you in a way like you have to be humbled um but also a lot of people do this weird thing where it's like wash one wear one and they legitimately bring two pairs of clothes and that's how they live and I'm like I know I would rather carry more on my back than like regret not bringing like it's not that hard to like carry and you get used to it so fast um but there's like some hardcore Caminoers that are like well, yeah, I was going to say, because like you kind of mentioned, you made so much, you got so much content from this. So you were posting a lot on TikTok. And I remember like leading up to your, I think your second trip. 
So you had already had one under your belt. Like you kind of knew the gist, you understood what you were doing. You were posting a video of you packing your clothes. I like the comments were so mm -hmm. people were like, are you stupid? Like that's, I got attacked. Da, da, da. Like people were on your ass about it. And you were like, I've like, I already did this. Like, I know what I can do and I'm yeah. fine with this and leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like it was crazy. It was so intense. I was like, guys, you're not carrying my backpack. I am. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my friends that I met really were jealous that like we had like casual outfits that weren't like athletic clothes every single day um but yeah it was it was a humbling experience when you pack in just a backpack and if people like travel internationally backpacking like you get it like packing in an Osprey 36 liter bag is hard but it was doable and I did it and you did I it. came home and I was like I don't even need any clothes except like four pairs like I did a huge purge when I got home because I was like I realized I really don't need anything to live. So maybe I need to do the Camino to like empty out my closet. Maybe that's what I need. Don't worry. 2024. I already told my dad today. I was like, I'm going to do a whole girl's trip for it. So Hell get yeah. ready. Get ready. Um, so then, so you did that with your dad um, the first time around and you didn't fully, I mean, you didn't do the entire thing. So as soon as you got home, was that a thought that like you already wanted to go back and do it a second time or you just yeah. like wanted? A I think everyone gets like the Camino bug and it's just like the travel bug. But I think the Camino is different because it's such a different travel experience. Like it's not like you're going to sit on a beach. It's not like you're going to go see like famous things. You're going to go put on a backpack and walk through the woods. Like it's different. Um, but I think when I got back from that, I was like, oh, I got to do it again. And I wanted to do it in Portugal because I love, I love Portugal. It is like one of my favorite city or favorite countries. Um, and they, they have like one that goes from Porto to Santiago so, and it walks along the coast, which is stunning. So I was like, I know I have to do that. And I wasn't going to wait. Like my dad's doing it this September again. Um, yeah. His third, but yeah. he's doing the same route I just did. So it's crazy. But he was like, ah, I'm going to do the princess again. And then I'll do the Portuguese. And I was like, no, 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 I'm go I gotta go. It's calling me back. Yeah. So cool. What do you think you learned the most while doing the Camino? Cause it's obviously like a lot of people go for like religious reasons. It's really good for like reflecting. I know like some of the people you met had like big life changes. So it was like good to just mm -hmm. go and be with their thoughts. What did you like, did you learn anything that you brought back with you that you were like, thank God I was out there for that time? Yeah, well, obviously, we, we know, um, beginning of May was super rough, um, went through the biggest breakup of my life. So I was really struggling with that and like coming to terms that my life was really going to change. And I think when I was walking, I was like really plotting out the next part of my life. And when all you have to do is think, you're like, okay, well, what am I going to do next? Am I going to stay in D.C.? is this the time that I pick up and move and leave and go travel and see where else I would want to live? Um, so I think it was a lot of self-reflecting on just like what my, I wanted my life to be. Um, and my work isn't like super hectic ever, but it was nice to like take the break from work and have the time to just like be with myself, to just think 
about everything. And um, I don't know, I think it's just, everybody has a different experience. And I think Katie, like if you ever talk to Katie about it, she also just had like a super life-changing experience from it too. Um, but everybody just has their own like thoughts from it. And like my dad came out of it, just like a changed man and like, it's it's just a wonderful experience and you just you you won't know how you feel until after you do it yeah I also feel like it's a different travel experience where like you kind of said it's not like you're just going to a beach and you're like laying around like drinking Mm -hmm. like it's an accomplishment to be doing this every single day to get up to like put those clothes on every day to have the pilgrimage like dinners every night and walk all those like there's a lot that goes into it I feel like you just come back and like, you have to feel like some sort of accomplishment. Like that's probably the biggest thing too. It's like, sure. You had your alone time and you had like, you know, time to think and whatever, but also like huge accomplishment, all the little stamps you got, like that video. I know it's in your little, it's so cute. Yeah. Explain It's like your pilgrim passport. So you like it, it basically is certifying that you walked. So you have to get to a day so that it shows that you did like you were walking and did a progression. Um, but I just remember like our third day, Katie looked at me and she goes, what the fuck are we doing? And I was like, dude, I feel that way today. But I was like, give it two more days and you'll be like in the groove and you're gonna have the switch in your mind that like, oh, this is like a really great experience. And then by the end of it, she was like, I'm thankful that you took me on this because this was just like life-changing. So. The regret sits in. You're like, I'm tired. I don't want to do <laughs> like, anymore. I don't want to have to get up and walk 15 miles again. There was I'm days so that we were just so, yeah. yeah, we'd be like so wildly hungover. And I'm like, Katie, I know it's 7 a.m., but we hey, got to get up. Yeah. Let's talk about that too, because like, it's still like, you're still traveling. You're still sort of like on vacation. Like you're having mm-hmm. a good time. So like you're drinking almost every, every single night and having fun mm-hmm. and going out with people that you're walking with and whatever like out in the town and then that's the thing about the Camino is like you do have to wake up and do it all over yeah again. you you have no choice no yeah choice. some people like a lot of people didn't really overindulge but I think in my mind I was like I'm on vacation and I don't care like the worst thing is I'm gonna feel like garbage walking like okay and you're gonna walk um, it all off anyway yeah yeah I was it was fine but it was there were some mornings where it was like all right, Katie, like, this sucks. And I was like, we can bar crawl through the day. We can stop as much as we want. Like, it's, but we got to get going. Um, So it was tough, but I'm not not going to drink all the Spanish wine that's put in front of me for free. So like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I love that about you. Love that about you. Um, yeah, so I haven't been on the Camino. I think it would be great, but I feel like even I recommend it to people. When I was in Spain, it got brought up and I, it was almost like I was you. I was telling them all about it. I was like, oh my God, you should definitely do it. Like it's really life-changing. Like the way that I talk about the Camino is so funny. Like I did not even go and do that, but um, I think it's great. And I think the movie really got me into it too. Like that's, if you're like on the cusp of it and like you're unsure, I feel like that's the movie that's going to send you over the edge to be like, okay, like this yeah. is what And there's so many other um, trails like it too, like around the world um, that I honestly didn't even really know about until I was talking to people on the Camino and they're like, oh, well, I've done the, the Dingle 
way, which is in Ireland, or like I've done the whatever that's a, across Scotland, or I've done the one that's like Roman roads, like down to Rome through Italy. Like there's so many variations of like Caminos and pilgrimages that I think are awesome. And I do want to do them one day. I just, I'm so hyper-focused on the Camino because I like think I know it so well and I've had such great experiences, but I can't wait for everybody to come with me next year on it. No, for sure. I'm there. I'm there. Um, okay. Well, I wanted to ask you also just in general with travel, like what are some of the things that you do like almost every time when planning a trip or things that you look for, like when booking something or like choosing your destination, like, is there anything that you do every single time you travel? Yeah. So we've talked about it. Hopper is so great. And I use it to like watch flights and then some, I'll just watch them. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, it's not going to drop. And then I honestly forget to even book a flight and then it'll, it'll send me notifications like, oh, it dropped. It's like, we're going to Ireland in uh, March and I was watching the flight and they were like 700 bucks. And I was like, dude, no way. And then immediately Hopper texted me one day and was like, oh, flight dropped to 400. I was like, perfect, perfect. Got it. Like noted. Um, I also always use booking.com for the most part when I'm booking accommodations, just because booking.com, a lot of them at least have free cancellation and like pay at the property which is nice if your plans are kind of flexible or like more people might end up coming or something similar where it's like you can book accommodations and you know that you're good. But if your plans change, you have like the peace of mind that you can just cancel and not have to pay anything. Travel credit cards, if you travel a lot, are so good. Like getting points and being like, oh, I want to go on this trip and knowing that you don't have to even pay anything because you have enough points is awesome. And there's so many perks to them too. Um, I right now have like the Chase Sapphire preferred, but I think I'm going to amp up to the reserve because it's, Ooh. it has, yeah, it's like $500 a year, maybe 600 for the fee, but you get like 350 travel and you get entry to all these lounges and you get um, Clyde just busted through the door <laughs> and Gus is right behind him. Um, Clyde has travel, and, tips. travel tips too. <laughs> and you get like TSA pre-check and global entry and perks like that, that is makes the fee worth it, especially if you travel a lot. I mean, granted, I don't have TSA pre-check and I think it's something that I should probably invest in soon, but it's like, that has helped me a lot. Um, especially if you travel for work a lot, like I travel and I, they always book me in Marriott. So I always use my Marriott card and it's like free points and free nights just because I travel for work, which is nice. So. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I love the Chase Sapphire card. You got me on it. And I think it's crazy if you have a credit card that doesn't get you points like that. Like if you're yeah. already spending the money, like you might as well be rewarded for spending the money. Um, 100%. And it just feels like, I mean, essentially it's a free trip. Like when I used, like at a bachelorette party that I had to fly to Florida to, like that was a free flight technically. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't feel bad about it. Like, here we are. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so nice. Okay. So those are good to know. Yeah. Hopper's great. I think just like the whole concept of like tracking your flight prices is so stressful. Um, like leading up to a trip. Do you have, like, I remember when I, like, I was always asking you, 
um, before I went to Spain this past year, like about the whole flight situation. And did you say something about like a certain day is better? Was that you that said that? They say that Tuesdays are better, but like, I don't know if that's really true, but I always look at like one ways too, because sometimes like a one way on one airline is like cheaper than the other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I always like compare like one ways versus round trips. And sometimes I'll book one way there and like it Hopper will be like, oh, well, the one way back is going to drop kind of thing. So I always like play around with dates, play around with airlines and all that. Um, and also Google sometimes does this. They don't always do this on flights, but if Google is like, this flight's not going to drop, they have like a Google guarantee. So I've gotten money back where Google has been like, well, we don't think this is going to drop, but if it does, we'll refund you the, the difference essentially. Um, which is not, it's not on all flights. I've only had it happen on like one or two flights, but it is like nice. I use Google flights a lot to just also see because they they show you like trend maps and stuff so if you're really trying to save money 100 percent. i'm also a huge budget airline girl too so like i'm just yeah saving money left and right yeah you love a budget airline i think sometimes like we 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 flew we flew spirit recently i think it was last i think it was for your birthday and Mm -hmm. it was like I think that was my last time. Like, I'm going to say, it. I think that was my last time. It was, it was rough. It's crazy. Cause I've never had a bad experience on spirit, but you I, guys have always had a bad experience. Yeah. Like, I feel like I tell myself like it wasn't that bad every time. Cause at the end of the day, it feels like, you know, I'm winning. Like I didn't pay that much mm-hmm. for the flight. Like I'm stuffing everything in a bag. It's we're making it work. But the last time I did that, I felt like I paid the same amount I would have on a regular flight. Cause like I had to pay yeah. extra for the bags and then yeah. yeah the whole situation that happened was just like delays and pilot issue and whatever so it was like one of those things not necessarily like something with the plane itself but yeah I mean some of those flights that you take I feel like you actually end up with a great situation and like you always have yeah. like room like I don't know you, you and there's like so many good budget yeah there's so many good budget airlines that fly internationally now like when Zoe and I flew over to London in September our flight was $150 one way to London, which is so cheap. And granted it is a budget airline. So like you have to pay for bags, but I had a back, I only had a backpack. Um, so I didn't pay anymore. Zoe bought a bag, but still like her bag was 40 bucks and still under $200 for one way to London. It's crazy. Um, it's like play airlines is the same. I've gotten away with like a bigger backpack on that. So it's like you, you give and take if you want to save money, but it's so much better. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can travel on a budget airline because I'm saving money, mm-hmm. which means I can spend more on the trip and not feel as bad. Yeah. Girl yeah. math. <laughs> I know. It's toxic. No, but true. It is true. Okay. So also with traveling, you, like you kind of mentioned at the beginning, you're kind of living this nomad life, um, mm-hmm. live together for like almost it was two years, right? Okay. So at the beginning of the podcast, you kind of mentioned that you're living this nomad lifestyle right now where you're kind of feet walking around. So right now you're in Wilmington, you are going, I guess, out West in a little bit, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about like your thought process behind this kind of like lifestyle, because I think it's just easy to like pick a place, live there and just hope for the best. Your process from my perspective is to just be up around to find the place that you like the most. So like you were in Wilmington, you went to Charleston, 
walk us through like your thought process in kind of doing all this. Yeah. So I knew that I did not want to live in DC anymore. Um, it's just like too hectic. I feel like since I grew up there, the world there is just too small, same bars, same people all the time. I was like, I gotta get out. So I came to Wilmington and just to kind of take a break and like take a breath. And cause I had a lot of travels coming up that I was like, I just don't even want to think about paying rent and whatever. And then I was like, well, I think maybe Charleston would be a really great place for me. Like it's a smaller than DC city, but it's bigger than Wilmington. It's beachy. It's fun. It's cute. Really good food. So I thought that that go there for a little bit and be like, hell yeah, this is where I want to live. And so I went there and I do this thing called trusted house sitters. So essentially you watch people's dogs or houses or pets or whatever for free in exchange for free housing, which is really nice if you're not trying to drop like a thousand dollars on like an Airbnb for the month or whatever. Like Charleston, I looked and it was $3,000 for one bedroom to rent for a month on Airbnb. And I was like, absolutely not. So I watched this lady's dogs for three weeks and I moved there and or it was four weeks or five weeks and I hated it. I Crazy. absolutely was like, whoa, this is not the city that I want to live in. I loved the city and I loved like stunning and the friends that I did make there. I love them to death, like awesome girls. But I just did not vibe with, like, I did not feel like I was at home. Like I thought I would. Cause we've been to Charleston a few times and like, I was like, oh, this place rocks. Yeah. And then spending time there and like being, I was really on my own. Cause that was the first time I've, I'd ever really, really lived alone. Um, super humbling, <laughs> but I was like, whoa, no, I don't want to live here. Um, and I don't even, I couldn't even pinpoint what it was other than the fact that I just didn't feel like at home. Um, and I came back to Wilmington and I was like, what am I going to do? And I have a lot of friends, like I've said, in a lot of places. And I was like, well, I might as well just go, like, leave. Like, why, if I can work anywhere, like, why don't I just go work somewhere else? Um, and my friend Kendall just bought a house in Dallas. So she was like, oh my God, come live with me. And I was like, yeah, sure I will. And then I have friends out in Denver. Like, I know nobody on the West Coast, but I was like, well, I could go to Dallas for a little bit. And then I'm going to Colorado Springs after that because I like Denver, but not as much. And I like like the outside cities. So I was like, well, I could live there for a little bit. So I'm doing another sit there. And then I'm going to like just bop around out there and see what like sits I can find that are like week long, just to like get the vibe of the place. Um, but I think in my mind, I was like, I don't want to just sign a lease somewhere and just hope for the best because... I think I was just in like a weird mindset after leaving DC and I was still going through just like my own stuff. So I, it like the thought of just being like, oh, I'm just going to rent a place in Charleston and just move. Like I was like, no, not going to do that. So I think just the flexibility of working from home made it so easy to be like, well, I can do that. And I have a lot of friends that travel and do nomad stuff too. So that it was like encouraging to see that other people do it. And it's not like super out of the realm for me to like do it myself. Especially because Charleston didn't work out the way that you thought it would is just like the best example of like why this is a good way to kind of like 
feel out where you would want to live because you had, you were there for a certain amount of time and you didn't love it. So you get to leave. Like, it wasn't like you were tied down to a place. You didn't have like a six month lease or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you were able to like up and go, but that's why I think it's cool because you can kind of, it's different when you travel there for like a vacation or like you're there mm-hmm. for a short period. Cause you think, you know, you only have that perspective of a place and even that could be like, you could have a terrible time and think that place sucks or you could have a great time and think that place is the best and then go there for longer. And you're like, mm, not really my cup of tea. So I think that's kind of cool that you, that you had, you know, the opportunity to leave and it was good. Cause you didn't really like it that much with going out West. It's so crazy because yeah, like we don't know a ton of like we're, we're East coast girlies. So like mm-hmm. that, I feel like is more of a lift, like a heavy lift for you to do. Do you feel like I don't know. Like, do you feel nervous about doing this or like be bopping around by yourself? I don't know. Not really. I think because like I had those four weeks in Charleston where I was really forging my own life out there because I legitimately didn't know anybody. (laughs) Um, So I'm not, it doesn't really like scare me because I have Kendall in Dallas and then Emily's obviously in Austin. And I know like, I know people that live in Dallas, so that's fine. And then Colorado I know people and then like my friends playing on the soccer team out there so I know him so it's like I won't truly be alone alone unless like I really really wanted to yeah um until I go to wherever I go after that then we'll see but I'm you know me I'm a big proponent of Bumblebee FF I was that's my Um, question for you yep yeah so I I think it's it's comforting to know that there's other people out there that are also doing the same thing Um, and I will say like people have, a lot of my friends have made comments saying, well, if you want somebody to like drive with you, like, I think Natalie might drive with me from DC to Nashville and then, then I'll go on and she'll fly home or like whatever. And then Jillian was like, well, I've come out to Colorado with you for a little bit. So it's, people are since the idea of like coming with me to me. So I wouldn't really be alone, but I also in the same breath, it's, it was nice to ha- like be alone and have experiences by yourself, especially because Charleston is so easy to like fall into the trap of like all the touristy stuff. Like obviously we went for your birthday and I went twice last summer, um, but living there on your own and just like having to make your own friends, having to make your own routine and doing all that. You're like, oh, this is what like living here would be like, not just people are visiting me while I'm living here. Let's do all the touristy stuff. Like you're really like living there, not just being a tourist every weekend. So. Yeah. Well, okay. To your point about doing things alone, I think also, and Sophia DeFeo, she came on like years ago after she did this big solo trip. She went out to like, I don't, Arizona. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sedona. She went out to Sedona and like did this trip by herself. And she came back like a new woman because Mm -hmm. she was like, this is like, this is the time to do stuff like that. Like there will never be another time that I'm going to have the freedom that I have, that I'm going to have like the time and the, uh, like I'm by myself, I'm single. Like this is the time to do it. Um, that's so cool. So freeing to be able. And then when you're older, like you're going to be able to look back and say like, I did that by myself and learned X, Y, and Z about myself. And it's just, I think Mm -hmm. it's, such a cool opportunity to have that like independent time, which I think it's also cool that people are like, I want to come in the car with you. But like you said, it is nice to just do things by yourself at the same time. 
Yeah, I think like it'll be like a hectic like two first months of traveling and then like after like Memorial Day. Well, I don't know when I'm coming home yet, but like it's I'm going to be very alone after that. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll do some rediscovering of myself again. Um, But yeah, I mean, being single and literally having no ties anywhere is just so freeing. Like I, I get, I mean, I get sad and I get lonely for sure. But then I also sit with myself and I'm like, girl, like, look what you're doing. Girl, you're about on your own. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I've talked about it so much in these, like this past month, which I think is hilarious because all of us are kind of just on our, a new path, Mm -hmm. like trying to make new friends. Um, and like, we're all updating, like I had a date, like we're calling them dates, but like I had a date, like girly is a mom, my way to my date. Like, here I go. And everyone hypes me up. And then we just like, I'll talk about it. And you posted this huge photo. It was a picture of like you and like 12 girls the other day. And you were like, Mm -hmm. shout out to Bumble. Um, I think it's so cool that there's something like that out there right now where you can meet other people in the area that you live or like that you're visiting, but yeah, you've had good experiences from for a long time, like you've been a, you've been a member of Bumble BFF for a seasoned bit. veteran. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, obviously like when Rachel and I graduated, we were the only two that were like in DC, mm-hmm. like you were 40 minutes away and we are like, we need more girlfriends. Like, what are we doing? And so we, we met a friend and like, we did so much with her and it was so much fun. And it was nice having somebody too that was new to the city that yeah. you lived in. So it was like, oh, well, like you are new and you want to do all this stuff, like, cool, we'll do it with you because we've never even done that. And we've lived here for 25 years. Um, But I did it in Charleston and I made two really good girlfriends and now they live together. So it's like our little, yeah, yeah, it's so cute. Um, So that was obviously super successful and we did everything together for like the four weeks that I was there. And I I talked to them like all the time. I'm going to Ireland with one of them next month. So um, but then here it was a little bit difficult cause I was traveling so much. Um, but I made like two really good friends right off the bat in September. And then when I came back in December, I was like, guys, we need a, we need more girls. Cause like there's power in numbers. Um, so me and one of the girls went on like a big Bumble BF update where like we invited one girl, that girl invited somebody, that girl invited someone. And it was just like a huge thing. And it's crazy. Like out of all the girlfriends that like, I've made here, everybody gets along so well. Like, hit it off right away. Everyone still hangs out. We have a huge group chat. Like, we're doing, like, a Galentine's this weekend. We're all going out for Valentine's Day together. Like, it's so fun. And it, it's also, like, I would say that I'm just such an outgoing person anyways that there's been girls that I, like, will walk up to in the bar and I'll be like, you guys look fun. Like, let's be friends. And that's how we know half of the group because we've just been like, hey, we're new here. You're new here. Let's be friends. Um, so we've just made such a good group of girls here. And I'm so sad. I was telling them this weekend. I was like, I'm going to have so much FOMO when I leave because it's just getting good. Like yeah. we've all just become super close and I'm only here for another month until I leave until the summer. So it's like, uh, but I, I've just had such luck and I'm just so thankful for like all the girls that I've met because everybody's so welcoming and like wants to do stuff, which is like so important to me because yeah. I have my parents. So like, I need to get out of the house. Yeah. You need an excuse. I, I love that. I also feel like at this age, like everybody is so eager 
because it is so hard to make friends and everyone always moves everywhere. And you're realizing like, oh, there's not that many people around me, but everybody is Mm -hmm. like that. They're like, oh, I'm new here. And all my friends are everywhere else. And like, I want to do stuff. Like I'm in a cool city. Like I want to do stuff. So it's nice to find people that have that same mindset that are just as eager as you. Um, Mm -hmm. And Emily actually talked about that too, where she was like, we like, we all got together and I brought a friend and someone else brought like, so then it's like a bigger group. Um, yeah. So fun. Oh, love it. Love it. So much. I know we're, we're at dinner on Friday and everybody's come from all over, like literally all over the country. And our server was like checking all our IDs and he's like, Oh, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, like, are Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, like what's going on? Um, so it's just so cool too. Cause like Wilmington is such like a, it's such an interesting place. Cause I've always thought of it as like an old person city because mm-hmm. my parents retired down here, but now it's becoming so up and coming for like the young people that I like, I love it. Like, I don't know if I would fully live here, but like, I'm contemplating like doing like a six month lease, like in the fall, because like, I just have so much fun. No, it's literally the best place ever. I love it so much. I know, I know. And now I have friends. So like whenever you yeah. guys come down, we we don't have no, to like go, go out with just us, which is nice. I mean, we can still go out with like your parents' friends. Like they're also super cool. <laughs> but like down well, for worry, people our age. <laughs> everyone's going to a concert. We're going to like a Jimmy Buffett cover band. Aww. And all my parents' friends are going and all my friends are going. So I was like, guys, my parents are going to this if everyone wants to go. So and everybody was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So it's fun. And it's been really fun. But the town's small and it starts closing in on you at some point. So I'm yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll be okay to like leave for a couple months, I think, to yeah. hit a refresh and then come back. And then it'll be new again. Yeah. Um, Okay. Totally forgot, but we have questions. And now that I'm looking at some of them, we have answered them. So you're welcome to those people that ask questions that we've already answered, but let's like run through some that we haven't really answered. Um, someone asked, what's your go-to line on bubble BFF? Dude, I hate it. And I will, I, it's so cringe, but like the, Hey girl, like how long have you lived here? Yeah. So cringy. Like honestly, Going on Bumble BFF took a lot in me to get over like the awkwardness, but then you have to be like, everybody feels the same way. So it's just like a, yeah. Hey girl, how long have you lived here? What do you like to do for fun? And then if they seem cool, it's like, okay, well, we're doing this this weekend. They're like, oh, do you want to go get drinks? And then that's it. And then I cap it because I'm like, I can't have too much girl talk over like, before I know them what it's so interesting because like you are currently single and you've had more experience on apps than I like I am like this grandma that's in a relationship (laughs) so like me coming on an app I like I don't know I feel like you girlies are like so fun and like witty and quick and you guys like know how I was literally like what the fuck do I say? I feel like, are we on? It's so awkward too. It's It's like, what if a girl doesn't like me? Cause I feel like it's the, the photos. Like I was talking literally on one of my, like my dates, like the girl I met last week, we were talking about how weird it is on the app. And I was like, yeah, it's just like, what kind of photos like do we post? Do we post photos that are like, like, I'm not trying to show my body. Like, I'm not trying to be hot. Like, I'm just trying to look like I'm a fun, nice girl to like be friends with. Like, do I look, yeah. like I don't know so it's so interesting but also yeah everybody is also just as uncomfortable and cringy about it but 
yeah, I normally just say like, hey girl, or sometimes I'll find like, I'll pull something from their prompt. That's like worth bringing up. Like if they're like, love, like, like I'm a wine girly, like I love wineries. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like how many wineries have you been like, you know, that kind of thing, like try to tie it in, but uh, it's weird. I will yeah, say, it's, I realized that really the longer that I talk to somebody in the app, the more I don't want to see them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to write paragraphs to you back and forth about our lives. Like I'd rather like, let's just go get a drink and do it in person. That's the whole point. Yeah. So I've kind of realized that like, if someone starts doing that, they're not like, we're not going to, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's too harsh. It's hard. I don't know. No, I mean, I've only literally talked to like four girls from it. And because of just like the network yeah. of Bumble BFF girls, it's like grown. Um, but it's so awkward. Like I've always felt awkward on it. And then it's like you you meet them and you're like, haha, girl date. <laughs> and like Taylor, <laughs> my first friend here, um, I was her first Bumble BFF date. And she was like, oh, I told my mom about it. And my mom was like, what are you doing? You're going on a girl date? And my parents like kind of made the same jokes. They were like, what are you doing? It's so funny. But yeah, no, it's, it is such a great resource. And like, there's also Facebook pages and stuff too. And then like fun on weekdays mm-hmm. has like group chats for big cities, which is nice. I've never actually, my friends in Wilmington, one of the girls in Charleston, I met off that, um, but it's, it is hard to make friends, especially yeah. at like 27, like we're old. Um, yeah, we're in it's... a weird, we're in a weird part of life. Cause like everybody's yeah. in different stages. So it's like, you just want some people, you know, you just want some. Yeah. I don't know. I need people that are similar to me too. Like it's, yeah. I need people to like go out with a lot of girls, like on the app, like, I just like chill nights in and like going to workout classes, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Ooh, no, <laughs> like yeah. that's, I need, I, like a, I need a mix of both, but I need, I need girlies that are like, let's like, I want people to like take initiative and be like, let's do something. And when I say like, Hey, let's mm-hmm. do something. They're down. And so far, like I've had two dates and they both were great. And we're already making plans for other times to hang yeah. out, but, like getting the same vibe of like, I just want to do shit perfect mm-hmm. stuff together and it's cool too like when you make like the like big group of people mm-hmm. just by connections it's like I could text the group chat and be like hey I want to do this and at least one person would be like yeah because there's 14 of us in a group chat like somebody's gonna want to do it someone's gotta um, say yes yeah yeah so it's like someone like today I texted I was like there's a comedy show like on March 9th anybody want to go and like one girl texted me was like I'm super down I was like perfect like yeah. great it's so nice. it makes, it's nice to, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. I recommend it. If, even if it is like, it does feel weird at the beginning and like, whatever, like once you get past that, it's worth it. Like, it's so nice. Yeah. Such a good Especially if you're not like going into an office or anything, it yeah. makes it so hard to like meet people. Yeah. yeah. Like just working. I mean, I literally work at my parents' house all day and it's like, if I'm not taking initiative and doing like trying to find my own friends, I'm not gonna do it. So yeah, like we could easily just be antisocial. Like we work from home. We don't see, we only see like two people a day. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it could be mm-hmm. really easy that way, but no, we want to, we want to live our life. Okay. A lot of people asked, like I said, questions that we kind of already answered. So, um, 
like, oh, someone asked, when do you recommend buying flights? How far in advance slash best pricing? We kind of, mm. you kind of like debunked the myth of like the Tuesday thing. I've um, never felt that way. I think it like people say it, but yeah, I just watch them on Hopper. Like if I know I'm going on a trip six months in advance or whatever, I'll always just watch them and just so I get notifications. But I, I don't know if there's like a tip or tricks because like sometimes I've waited and I've been like screwed and had to like pay a bunch more than I would have. Yeah. So I think it's like, trust your gut. And like, if Hopper's like, this is the cheapest it's going to be. Trust it. Just probably do it. Yeah. Unless it's like really far out. Then I kept like, they said that about the Ireland flight and then it dropped $300. So it's like, you never really know. Yeah. Best website and apps that you use for travel. So we said Hopper, but is there anything else that you always use? Um, no, that's pretty much it. I think I have all the airline apps on my phone. Um, I have booking.com. I have Agoda also. I've used that to like book a lot of accommodations too. Cause similarly, like free cancellation, they have like a, a lot of weird coupons and stuff. And I think free cancellation too. I've had experiences where I've booked places and then like maybe a month later, I go back and check the same place and prices dropped. So some of those places will like price match or like, since you can cancel it for free, you just rebook it kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I'm too savvy with my travel, saving all the money. What places have you traveled that you felt like you got the most bang for your buck? Oh, so probably like the cheapest place I've ever been. I'm trying to think. Costa Rica. I was just going to say, I feel like maybe. was like yeah. relatively like cheap-ish. Yeah. Um, and also like Portugal is incredibly cheap. Like I, we, I always do stopovers there because I fly tap Portugal a lot, which is like their like national airline or whatever. And so like I've done just like eight hour layovers in Lisbon and it's so cheap to just go out to eat there and shop and whatever. Um, I'm trying to think where else Prague, I think is pretty cheap. Like if you go to big touristy places, it's not like London's really expensive. Iceland, because it's an Island, really expensive. Paris, really expensive. Rome, really expensive. But if you go to like smaller places, I think you get cheaper because it's just, they don't have as the need to make it really expensive because there's not that many people. I have a follow-up. What? This is my own question. Do you feel like there was a place that you went to that was super overrated? Yeah, I hated Rome. I hated yeah. Paris. Paris, I, I hear a lot. I mean, actually, yeah, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> and Barcelona. Like, I think like the big cities and I did them when I studied abroad too. So like, to be fair, I was a college student. I was broke. So maybe I just didn't do them the right way. Um, but I just wasn't. And we, it was also like, heat of the summer I was with my ex-boyfriend John great guy Love John. um <laughs> great guy um we, we went to Paris and Rome together and I both of us were like these places just aren't it like yeah I I felt kind of similar with Rome I didn't not like it but I also like and we you know we did the Colosseum we did like all the mm -hmm. landmarks that like you know the history of it all which that was cool but I feel like overall Rome was 
kind of dirty, like super. It yeah, was, it's like, like New York City. Places. Yeah, like yeah. it was like New York City. Was Paris is similar. Dirty streets, like mm-hmm. overcrowded, just it, it wasn't my favorite. Like I would pick Florence any day over Rome. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that I went and we saw what we saw. It just was probably not what I fully thought it would be like. But I also hear that a lot about Paris. Like Paris, like Paris smells because, like I, yes, they say it's unless you're super rich and you're doing it like the right way. It's I've never, I've been there twice and I just was like, nah, it's crazy. And I don't know. I think there's so much to see and like stuff to do in small cities. Like when I was studying abroad, it was my birthday weekend and my friends were like, Hey, these buses are super cheap to Croatia. And I'm like, where? And they're like, Pula. Who goes to Pula, Croatia? We did. And it was like super small town, super cheap, stunning. Like the beaches were stunning. The people were so nice. And it's, it's like off the beaten path. There's so many places that people don't even think of because they're like, well, I want to hit all these really cool cities. And a hundred percent you should like super cool to see the Eiffel tower and the Coliseum. Like it's awesome. But if you have the time to do other little cities and stuff, you absolutely should because there's there's so much more than like the touristy, like, yeah, I feel like taking the classic pics and yeah, and like the tourist traps. Like a lot of the restaurants and like if they have certain things on the menu, like that's a tourist trap. Like that's not they don't really serve yeah. that. They're just trying to get you to go in there. If they're like calling you from you know if they're on the street trying to get you in their store, don't go. Yeah. It's just stuff like that. I was like turned off by so yeah I, I feel mm-hmm. like if you're in the heart of like a little town like you're getting the full experience because that's where people live and you know choose to be yeah someone said how can you afford to travel so much at this age so I think of um, obviously right now I don't have rent so like true that granted I'm like giving my parents like money and it's like going into like a savings but just for like when I do move out but I think you just have to prioritize like what you want. Like if you really do want to travel, it's put like $200 away for paycheck or pick up a side gig or like babysit and stuff like that. And I think that's helped me a lot. Like just doing, obviously I like run like a little resale business on the side. So like I have just like disposable income like that. Okay. Um, I think if you're putting away money or like if you, it's same with material stuff. Like if you really want something and it's really expensive, like you save for it, you just have to prioritize what you want um, to do with that. And I think, like we said, like there's ways to travel cheap and there's ways to use points and stuff like that to make it more affordable. Um, but I think too, like if you want to go to Europe, do not go to Europe in June, July, August that's going to be the most expensive time you're going to get just jacked up prices. Like you need to you want to travel for cheap too. You just need to be aware of when you're going, how much you're spending, how much you're willing to compromise on luxury versus budget, I guess. Cause like I'll stay in a hostel any day, but I know a lot of my friends would never, and they'd be like, Oh, well, I'd rather pay a hundred dollars more to stay in a hotel. So it's like, you need to, I think weigh the pros and cons when you're like trying to travel because Especially if you're trying to be, do it cheaply. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, okay. We also had a question that said, what's the best trip you've taken so far and why? Did you already answer that with the Camino? Would you say the Camino is your? Yeah, probably. Okay. 
But again, I've just been on so many trips and like, do you know how many countries and places that you've been? Like, do you have a list? I know you had that map when you would like put photos in those places, but do you have a number in mind? Like, I'm so curious. I've been to like 20 countries, which sounds like a lot, but it's also not like, I have a lot of friends that have traveled to way more places. Yeah. Um, but I do a lot of repeat trips. Yeah. Like I'm going to Ireland. I've already been there. And then after Ireland, I'm going to England. I've already been there. So it's, I haven't really prioritized exploring new places recently. You just, and you just beat bop though, which is, I just got to see my, see my people. Yeah. Okay. Quick question. Do you feel like, cause your parents are big travelers. Like they've always mm-hmm. been people that travel. Like, do you feel like their influence like they were an influence on you with traveling, like, especially with back in high school. And I think yes. And no, um, my mom always says to me and my brother, like, we didn't take advantage of traveling as much as you guys do. Cause obviously my brother travels so much, but mostly for work. Um, but they definitely like, we did a big trip, especially with like the rices, like we traveled with them a lot. Um, and they were always really supportive, like in high school. And I was like, well, I'm studying German and I'm going to probably major it in college. I want to go live there. My parents are like, okay, like, cool. We'll support you in that. Um, so I don't know if, I think they definitely steered me in that direction and they definitely supported my like passion for travel. And now they travel now that they're retired, they travel so much. So they're also in the same mindset now where it's like, we might as well do it while we can. Totally. But obviously we're at different stages of our lives of that. Well, I that feel statement. like what I've seen in the last couple of years is a lot of older people like in retirement or like past that even saying like travel now because we like in their couple saying this all the time, like we thought we were going to just wait until we could afford to do it. And then they have kids and lives and then the travel kind of gets put on the back burner and then they never got to do the things they wanted to do. And now they're 70 years old and been to maybe one place out of the country. And like, they're, they're unhappy about it. Like they're upset. I mean, they obviously are, I'm sure are happy that they had these families, but they missed out on all these experiences. So like that really sticks with me because I probably would have had that mindset, you know, like, okay, well, once I can like technically afford it, like you can afford most of this stuff. Like we just gave all those tips. Like there's ways that you can travel at this age and like make things work for like your budget. And like Mm -hmm. you said, prioritize like what you find important and make it work. But like that will stick with me forever. It's just old people like Mm -hmm. regretting not doing it now. Like this is the age to do it. We have so much freedom right now. Like a lot of us don't have kids, like families to be worried about. I think too, like I've been in such a mindset of like, I meet so many people that I'm like, there are so many people, so many more people out there to meet. Like every time I travel, I make like a bunch of new friends. I'm like, they all travel so much too. And then I visit them and then they introduce me to their friends. And it's, it's such a nice thing to do right now too, because I'm young and I'm like single. Mm -hmm. So it's like fun to be like, oh, like there's like men outside of the DC dating pool. That's like crazy. it's crazy. What a comment. Yeah. No, I feel like it just like it 
changes your whole perspective. Like it opens you up and you realize like how big the world actually is instead of just staying in the bubble that it'd be a lot easier to stay in the bubble and just be in the same place your whole life and not really, you know, do much. It's just the easy way out. But yeah, I think it's so cool that you get all these experiences. You meet all these new people. And like the cool thing about you, Molly, is that you always, like you said, you always make friends places. You like keep up with all those people. So like, it'd be so easy to come home from a trip and like never text those people again. But like you keep up with everybody. Like you have such a big circle, which I think is so fun. And like, you're only growing it. Cause you're just, you're just crazy like that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll post an Instagram story and it's like I have just like people from all over the world just like replying and I'm like this is crazy that I it's crazy that I just know too yeah I know too many too many people cultivated it all it's crazy so cool I know I'm a bringer togetherer you're a bringer togetherer yes she is Molly Craig herself thank you so much for coming on yeah of course it's been a minute since you've been on so this was so fun Thanks for sharing your wisdom, your travel tips, your stories. Maybe we should get yeah. your, your parents on the pod. You know, my mom and her friends are ready anytime. I'm ready for them. I'm ready for them. That's going to be an insane episode. I'll bring all the Just wine. The moms. But yeah, I mean, I my TikTok has like so many of my travel videos too. So yeah. like anyone's interested in the Camino, I made Guys, probably 35 videos on it. Yes. Go follow Molly. She has so much content, travel content. Um, yeah, it's great. I'll, t- I'll tag her below. You guys can go check her out. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on. Love you. See you soon. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Girl We Gotta Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. That way you never miss a new episode. You can also follow Girl We Gotta Talk on Instagram at Girl We Gotta Talk Podcast and on Twitter at GWGT Podcast for live tweeting and all your favorite pop culture updates. If you want to watch full episodes, check out Girl We Gotta Talk on YouTube and find all of your favorite episodes over there. If you like today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars or leave a review and let me know what you thought. I seriously love hearing your feedback. It really means the world to me. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.